I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. There's no shortage of events taking place that cause most everyone to wonder what in the world is going on. In America, the divisions between the liberals and the conservatives continue to get more extreme. Terrorist attacks have become commonplace in much of the world. And while some economies are growing, others, like Venezuela, have so completely collapsed that people are dying. Add to that, another volcano is threatening to explode, this time in Iceland. We have been hearing of the thousands of earthquakes at Yellowstone and the worry of the supervolcano in the United States erupting. But as Zero Hedge reports, Iceland's largest volcano, Katla, was just moved to yellow status. But that isn't all that's concerning. There have also been over 500 earthquakes in Iceland in the last four days. Experts now believe that a volcanic eruption that could be quite large may soon occur in Iceland. But when it comes to the events that the Bible describes as related to the last days, consider these three things. The first being that this world is about to go cashless. By now, you have heard that a company in Wisconsin has begun microchipping their employees, the ones that volunteer for it, in order to process what they purchase in their break room. Uh, with a wave of their hand, their account is debited electronically. Uh, they don't have to use any cash or card. But that is nothing compared to what is taking place elsewhere, and the rest is coming faster than most think. Uh, consider this report out of Newsmax. Ban on cash is coming to America. This article goes on and says, A firestorm of speculative commentary has been ignited by reports that J.P. Morgan Chase has ceased to accept cash for payments on credit cards, mortgages, auto loans, lines of credit, and so on. The article continues, It has long been argued that cash is a relic. It's dangerous to carry large amounts. Counterfeiting is still a threat. Cash enables a myriad of illegal transactions, especially when it comes to drugs and gang violence, and to the extent that one can earn cash and bypass tax laws. That hurts everyone. Besides, the digital alternative is so much more convenient and efficient. Scan your wallet over the Starbucks payment device or transfer money to your college kid with two clicks of a mouse. Then the article continues. The reality is this, there's already so little cash in circulation as compared to the digital transactions taking place at every level of the economy and in the financial system that eliminating cash won't matter one bit or, as this article says, one bite, B-Y-T-E. Continues, it appears we are now near a time when cash won't be money. The war against cash has gone global. At midnight on November 8, 2016, the government of India announced a ban of 500 and 1,000 rupee notes. The ban was imposed in an effort to stomp out the cash economy where cash transactions go unreported and untaxed. On November 24, 2016, an International Business Times report stated that U.S. Citibank's Australian branches were going cashless, along with about 900 of Sweden's 1,600 branches. ATMs are also disappearing from the banking landscape. And as reported by Zero Hedge, France has banned any traction over 1,000 euros from using physical cash. Spain has banned tra transactions over 2,500. 
Uruguay has banned transactions over 5,000 outside of these countries. Canada, Norway, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, Mexico, and other nations are currently either proposing or rolling out programs that will ban cash from certain transactions, if not completely. I can't help but think of that when I read that article, what the Bible tells us. In Revelation chapter 13, no one can buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast. The Bible said a long time ago, almost 2,000 years ago, that we would be going into a cashless society. A second last day sign is the escalation of wars and rumors of wars. Keep in mind that both Jesus and the Apostle Paul liken the signs of the last days to be like birth pains upon a pregnant woman, which increase or escalate with frequency and intensity as the great day of the Lord approaches. Consider these reports. This one, here's the title, Axis of Evil Still Alive as North Korea, Iran Launch Missiles and Flout Sanctions. This from Zero Hedge, latest North Korea Korean ICBM can reach Los Angeles, Denver, and Chicago. Another one, North Korea may have just shown a capability to strike the continental U.S. Another article, waiting for Israel's next northern storm. That's talking about a war coming in the northern parts of Israel on the mountains of Israel. Here's this, Iran successfully launches satellite carrying rocket that's on a report. China prepares for a crisis along the North Korea border. And as we saw last time, you have China and India threatening to go to war with each other. However, with all of those things, the most specific sign of all is the third sign. And it is in regards to the city of Jerusalem. At the end of days, the Bible lets us know that the Jews will be in their land. And in fact, no sooner would Zion be in labor than she would give birth, wrote Isaiah some 2,700 years ago. And that is exactly what happened. Zionism of the late 1800s gave birth shortly thereafter to the nation of Israel and a homeland for the Jews. Again, just as Isaiah prophesied, it would be born in a day, and in a day, May 14, 1948, it happened, Israel was born. We are in the last days. But getting more specific, Jerusalem is the city of God. However, the Bible tells us that the world will be against the Jews in that city. And the Bible even informs us that the world will try to divide Jerusalem. And that is exactly what all the current peace initiatives are about, dividing Jerusalem. But then it gets even more specific. It gets narrowed down to the Temple Mount. The Temple Mount is the bullseye. Listen, consider this. Just a couple of weeks back, there were two Israeli police officers that were shot on the Temple Mount. That let out a firestorm of all kinds of things between the Jews, the Palestinians, and the Muslim world, and the metal detectors on the Temple Mount, which by now have been removed, just so you know. But consider Jerusalem is the bullseye. This article reports Israel peace partner Jordan demands end to Judaization of the Temple Mount. Listen, it's not going to happen. The Jews own the Temple Mount, and the Temple Mount is God's property. But the, but the Jordanians are saying, you know what? No more Jews on the Temple Mount or no more Judaization of the Temple Mount. Then there's this one. This is really alarming. Catholic churches, think of this, Catholic churches using replacement theology to deny divinity of Temple Mount. Wow, 
the Catholic Church's using replacement theology. In other words, stating that the Jews have been replaced in their terms by the Catholic Church. Listen, Zion is his, the Lord says, and the day will come when the Jews will build an altar and worship on the Temple Mount. And at the end of the Great Tribulation, Yeshua will return and set up his kingdom at that place. Satan knows it, and he is doing what he can to stop it. And in our current world culture, the world at large is believing that it is the home of the Muslims. That is foolishness. King David purchased it, and archaeology confirms that it belongs to the Jews. Plus, the two previous temples were there. Uh, although the world is trying to rid Jerusalem and the Temple Mount of the Jews, it won't be able to. But soon enough, a man will come along who the Bible informs us is the beast or the Antichrist. He will convince the Jews to enter into a false peace agreement with him. But praise the Lord at the end of the great tribulation, even he will come to his end, and the Lord Yeshua will cast him into the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. Uh, folks, the Bible gives us many, many signs that tell us how things are going to go down. And it appears that they are about to be fulfilled. The Lord wants us to know that he is coming so that we will be ready. Are you ready? I mean, especially ready for that day when you will die and go into eternity. The Bible is very clear that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And in order to go into heaven when you die, you must be forgiven of your sin. But how can a person be forgiven of their sin? It's by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ came some 2,000 years ago. He was crucified on the cross. And on the cross, he was judged for the sins of anyone who would believe in him. That means if you're a sinner, which you are a sinner, but you were one that trusts in Christ for the forgiveness of your sin, that means Jesus Christ was judged for your sin so that you, when you die, you won't be judged for your sin. I, instead, you are forgiven because you trusted in Christ. And as Jesus died and rose again and ascended into heaven, by trusting in him for the forgiveness of your sin, when you die, you will rise again and you will also be forever with the Lord. However, if you do not trust in Christ to forgive you of your sin, then you have a problem. You are saying, no thanks, I don't need you, Jesus. You can judge me for my own sin, and you will be judged for your own sin. And therein, you'll be separated from God for eternity and go into a place that the Bible describes as hell. Listen, you don't want to go there. If you want to know that when you die, you're going to heaven, ask Christ to forgive you of your sin and repent of your sin. What does it mean to repent of your sin? It means to make a conscious decision to make a U-turn, to turn from your sin and surrender to Christ. If you want to do that, and you pray this and you mean it, you can know that you are forgiven. Uh, go ahead. You want to do that? Go ahead. Pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I am a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen carefully. If you prayed that and you meant it, then you can know that you are forgiven. And I want to encourage you to do this. Go to our website, endtimestv.org, and click on the Know Jesus section. And there you can find out what it means to know Christ and repent of your sin and walk with Him. We also have a school that you can go through on our website, St. Paul's School. We also have videos and articles that you can read and download and other things to help you in your walk with the Lord and also understand the days in which we live. Until next time, God bless.